Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one bestseller, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of the medical merry-go-round? Are you looking for a potential solution to your health problem? Be sure and listen to our podcast, The Code Breaker. Good Tuesday night and welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me. I've been waiting for official confirmation on a transfer, and I have yet to get it, so I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> it's going to be the basis of uh, today's podcast, plus some programming ideas I've got for you guys moving forward. But uh, most especially Ole Miss is supposed to get, already got, I don't know, I haven't seen official word, a transfer, a very important, very quality, very good transfer from Utah. Haven't seen it officially official yet, so just for the next few minutes, if it does become official, then take everything I said and believe it. If for some reason something happens and this doesn't go through, then forget everything I'm about to say. How's that sound? Uh, but glad that, uh, again, glad that you guys are with me. Going to tell you about that, who it is and how he factors in and why it is such a big deal for Ole Miss to get a pickup like this one. First, I want to remind you, the podcast is brought to you by ABS, Advantage Business Systems of Mississippi. Been family-owned and operated since 1976, based in Jackson, but they service, or they started in Jackson, but they service the entire state of Mississippi. It's an office technology company. So what does that mean? What do they do? It's copiers and printers, mail machines, shipping systems, voice over IP phones, unified communications, document management, IT projects, cloud storage, data security, stuff like that. If you want a complimentary office technology assessment, call ABS at 601-362-9192, 601-362-9192, or visit absms.com. Tell them I sent you. And by the way, if you call them, you get a live person every time. When they service you, it's a tech from your area. They're scattered across the state of Mississippi to service you. So Advantage Business Systems, office technology solutions for you. Also, podcast brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue. Hope you went by and saw Greg and told him that I sent you there uh, for the 4th of July weekend. Hope all of you had a happy 4th, by the way. Weather in Oxford, not looking too great tomorrow, but the rest of the week, perfect for grilling. And if you don't feel like doing the cooking, let Greg and the people there do it for you. Get one of their daily lunch specials, but it's the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. So go by, see Greg, tell him I sent you at LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. So again, this hasn't gone official yet, uh, but Matt Zenitz of On3, a new digital venture that is starting uh, on August 15th is uh, is their start date. It's going to be, from a national perspective, the best some of the best coverage in college sports. A uh, lot of heavily involved people uh, in this deal. So anyway, Matt Zine, it's really good, very well sourced on the uh, the transfer portal. And he put out there the other day, and I know some, you know, other Ole Miss outlets have hinted at this, but on three, Matt Zenitz was the first place I saw it out front like this. Instead of, you know, putting the caveats, this could happen or whatever, this is Matt Zenitz, and here's what he said. Utah offensive line transfer Orlando Umana, a former All-Pac-12 selection, is expected to transfer to Ole Miss, sources told him. 
Zenith's added that he has the capability to be a starter at either center or guard, and the new offensive line coach, Jake Thornton, led the way in his recruitment to Ole Miss. That has not gone official yet, but I'm just going to talk about it as if it has. Uh, A couple of things here. First of all, this is a guy that has 26 starts in the Pac-12, a very important piece at a position of need for Ole Miss. You know, offensive line depth was, was a question mark coming out of spring Part of the reason why you saw some turnover at the offensive line coach position, and more on that in a second. But depth was a bit of a concern. Uh, you can move if he translates, which most people expect him to. They wouldn't be doing this if they didn't. Uh, if he translates well and can step in and play center right away, you can move Ben Brown back to guard and have a really solid, experienced, really good offensive line. This adds that element. Uh, that can really, really help Ole Miss. He seems like he's a plug-and-play guy considering how experienced uh, he is and was hurt first game of the year last year, so I I mean, didn't play last year. But 26 starts is 26 starts at the Power 5 level and apparently is very good or was very good in those 26 starts. It's a big deal. Ole Miss was, I don't know if it's lacking depth or uh, there was concern about the depth on the offensive line. And this really, really helps that cause. It's a big pickup. From a football perspective, it's a big pickup. You have a plug-and-play, experienced, ready-made center. This is why I think the transfer portal is a net positive for college football because programs like Ole Miss can build in ways like this. They can get linebacker help, signing guys or a guy and Chance Campbell at linebacker that they couldn't have gotten in recruiting. Same thing with Otis Reese at safety. I think it benefits more so the programs like an Ole Miss than it does in Alabama or or Ohio State or somebody like that. They benefit, of course, but I think it can really elevate programs like Ole Miss, and you're seeing why. A position of need, they went and got an experienced guy that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. It would have either been grooming an inexperienced guy or something like that. So anyway, that's a that's an offshoot. I like the portal. I think it's good for programs like Ole Miss, but this pickup in particular is great for that offense. You have now suddenly an offensive line that, while isn't necessarily proven in depth behind the starting five, if you will, but this adds an experience piece that they didn't have, and it's a big, big, big pickup. No other way around it. It's a big pickup for Ole Miss, especially because if Matt Zenitz is correct on who led the recruiting, Jake Thornton the new offensive line coach at Ole Miss, being the one that secured this, uh, that's pretty significant. For one reason in particular, I think that, and I talked about it on here, I'm sure, we definitely did on the radio show and on the live stream, but when Lane Kiffin decided to move on from Randy Clements, there was some dissension that basically said, uh, they should have stuck it out. Staff turnover in April is is bad. You shouldn't do it. And they should have waited till the end of the year for that split. People were critical of the move. My opinion was, if you have a situation where there's a toxicity to it, however you want to describe it, if there's a, a difference in philosophy, if there's a difference in play calling, if there's a difference in personnel decisions, if there's a difference in recruiting, if you cannot work together and it's not working, you don't wait until the end of the season because of what time it is. One, Once you know 
that you need to break up, you do it right away. You don't drag it out because a toxic situation can only go one direction. If you know it's over, it can only get worse before it ends. It's the only way it would have gone. And so I was kind of against that criticism. Didn't make sense to me at all. And I think this is kind of proving that it was a good decision. Now, this is just one transfer. It's not even official yet. But I did have people say that, oh, Ole Miss was really going to screw it up in recruiting because you know this young guy that I've never heard of is not going to do well. And, and that criticism always cracked me up, too, because how many offensive line coaches in college football can you name? How many can you name right now off the top of your head? How many can you name right now? I can do four. <laughs> One used to be the head coach at Ole Miss. Ole Miss and Mississippi State and Southern Miss. I think that's all I can do. I'm sure if I really thought about it, I could come up with more, but I think that that's it for me is those four. So that, that criticism never made sense to me anyway. But point being, this is a, a great first audition for the young new offensive line coach. This is why I said what I said. If you have to move on, move on. If you know it's over, go ahead and end it. And now Jake Thornton apparently is going to be uh, the centerpiece in getting a guy with 26 starts in the Power Five to Oxford. That would be a big pickup. That's a big deal. So I'm not a trust-the-coaches guy, but this is why I said what I said at the time. Program's being run differently now. And, and here's the fruits of that labor, so to speak. So it's a big pickup for Ole Miss if, in fact, goes official. Uh, using the portal efficiently, there's a couple spots left. Uh, and, and these numbers always work out. They can find a way. Um, some people are obsessed with the amount of spots left. And it, it always works itself out. Um, if they are, quote, out of spots, but a player wants to go there, they will find a, a way to work that out. There's no doubt about that. So it's a big pickup. No other way to spin it. It's uh, a position of need. It helps Ben Brown play his more natural position. It adds experience on the offensive line. And I thought it was a group that, while thin, I thought was going to be pretty good anyway. But uh, this should really give you confidence in your offense's ability to protect Matt Corral and run the football. Uh, if he is able to plug and play like everybody thinks he will. So big pickup for Ole Miss. Recruiting's been good. Uh, the, the class, like I said, don't look at rankings right now because that's an exercise in futility. Vanderbilt's ranked ahead of Ole Miss right now, I think. Um, volume just isn't there. Why you don't talk about recruiting rankings in the summer. However, um, it's going well as far as quality of recruit. And then you get this out of the transfer portal. Good times right now. Um, the only thing Lane Kiffin's not doing well right now, apparently, according to his Twitter, is catching Marlin somewhere in the Caribbean. Apparently, he's failing at that. Otherwise, things are going pretty well uh, right now. So uh, those are quick thoughts on, on that. Moving forward, some programming ideas I have for uh, for this show. So I've been stretched pretty thin. Uh 
from a content and, and work perspective and moving some things around, changing some things in that regard to, to put more focus on certain things instead of being stretched so thin. So here's what's going to happen. Um, for the next couple of weeks, it's still just going to be me on here and they're still going to be kind of like this pretty short, uh, pretty short shows. I'm going to be going on vacation <laughs> after uh, SEC media days. I will be gone for a few days. And when I get back, I will have a co-host. It will be Stephen Gagliano. He's going to, maybe not on every episode. I mean, there are going to be some times where, uh, you know, I'll play you press conference audio or something like that. But most of the time, it will be be him as well, which I think will dramatically improve the quality of the product here. Doing stuff solo is tough, especially when it's one team focused and one team focused only. On top of the radio show and the live stream I'm already doing, it's it's just been uh, it's been tough. So we're going to change that, and it's going to dramatically improve the product. Uh, but that'll be a couple of weeks away uh, before he hops on with me. You're still going to get uh, come basketball season and baseball season the quick post game reaction thoughts. Uh, you'll get that with um, every basketball game, just like I did with the baseball postseason and uh, baseball as well. You'll you'll continue to get those. Those will still be there. I didn't do them for basketball last year, but I, I will this year. Uh, so that'll be a nice addition. And on Saturdays, it'll all be stream-focused for me. So go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search my name on YouTube, subscribe to the channel there, or just follow me on the social channels, I'll be doing a couple of streams on Saturdays so that you can get your Ole Miss pregame and postgame coverage there. And then the podcast will be uh, available for you on Monday as regularly scheduled. So that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Just a couple more weeks in this current form. Then I'll, I'll add a partner here that will greatly increase uh, the quality of this, I hope. Um, you guys are still listening, which is good, but needs to it needs to improve uh, just doing multiple things solo every day has been i don't mean to complain i sound like i'm a complainer just been stretched thin and, and the quality has suffered as a result we're going to change that so that will be upcoming after i get back from being at 30a um, the the post game stuff will still remain we'll still slap press conference audios and, and stuff like that in here as well uh going to focus a lot of attention and stuff on the stream as well. So eliminating a, a couple of things that, that stretched me thin and focusing more on uh, radio streaming and, and this. So hope you guys enjoy what's coming. Uh, thank you for sticking with me in the meantime. And enjoy your new pickup if it goes official, whenever it does go official. Um, talent acquisition is going very, very well at uh at old miss so enjoy that and i'll talk to you guys again here very soon a super talk mississippi media production